Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I'm sitting here, came upstairs, looked outside. I was like, huh, it's steamy. But then I uh, took a second to really scan and I saw that our neighbor's out there barbecuing. And that is in fact barbecue smoke. They do be grilling a lot. Um, it's kind of crazy because I, I have a grill my mom got me as a gift. Um, it's a barbecue, but it uses charcoal and yeah, I don't know. She'll like, it's funny how my mom will ask sometimes about how much we use presents she's given us. And, uh, that's one where she'll be like, have you grilled? And I'm just like, no, you know what I mean? It's been a while. I did definitely grill that first summer that we got it. Um, but not a lot since, dude. I mean, the charcoal's kind of hard. But then it's also this element of like, it's so easy to cook inside and it's so hard. I mean, maybe that's something that now that we've like redesigned the front yard, I would, I would consider moving the grill up front because our kitchen is next to the front door, but the grill is like out back, around, you know what I mean? Like. The, there's no good way to get to it. This house has a really weird design with the split level. Um, to get to the backyard, you either have to go upstairs, out the patio, and down the stairs outside, or like out and all the way around, or out and through the garage. Like, it's not easy to get to the backyard here. It's been made easier, but definitely, I think now. It's something I should do. Next time I have the urge to grill, I'm just going to uh, move it. I'm going to move it out front and just grill in the driveway or whatever because uh, we like all those neighbors a lot more and it's a lot closer to the kitchen, like I said. Um, but yeah, when she asks, I'm just like, no. I mean, <laughs> like, no, I haven't. It's been almost two years. Or not, it's not been two years since we've grown, but it's been a while. Dude, there's been a family that I guess just got a golf cart and uh, now their teenage boys have been riding around on it and they just drove by and the one on the back just made eye contact with me for so long. And it's like, oh, you know, I hate that. Um, Hey, we had a salad just recently. I made an earlier kind of dinner tonight. Um, you know, there gets to be that point lately where it's like the afternoon and you're hungry. And it's like, why don't we just do an early dinner? And let's also go to bed early. We don't have to eat a snack and then eat a late dinner and then go to bed late. Let's just have a bowl of cilantro and spinach. How about that? And then we did with garbanzo. Um, that's not really it, though. It's not all we have to talk about. You know, I multiple interactions I've been having online, okay? I don't want to name names with the one, but there is a... There is a... My God, how would I say? A science educator? An online science educator that I've been going back and forth with? I go back and forth with her pretty often and even saying her it pretty much gives it away it's not Sabine Hofstetter it's not Sabine um hint 
<laughs> it's really not. Um, anyway, she's been railing online against the climate protesters who sit in the roads. And I'm not going to say that it's end galante or that it's just stop oil or any, or, you know, extinction rebellion. I don't know. It's all sorts of people. That's just a form of protest. I don't even think it's a new form of protest. Uh, but it's one that really pisses people off, right? And recently, that form of protest tried to blockade a road into Burning Man, I believe. And Burning Man is on Indian land. So an Indian ranger just turned on his sirens, blasted full speed ahead and like pushed his car through the barricade, got out, you know, pulled his gun on him, started arresting and like just just started beating up on him. Now, my reaction when I see that is like, wow, that's savage. <laughs> no, sorry. I uh I am though like, you know, uh, all cops are bastards for sure. And that guy should get comeuppance when they sue him for like wrongful use of force. But police never, police never get what what's coming to them uh, until they're like put in prison. Anyway, um, but no, she's turned it into this whole thing about race and that like these these white protesters were occupying Indian land, etc. by blockading. Um, the the music festival and that you know finally it's good to see this kind of thing happening that was her vibe and I I side with them that there's a lot of hypocrisy that these people go to Burning Man type stuff in their private jets and they act you know like they're all woo woo crystal girls or whatever but it's like you're really raping the earth aren't you that's what you're really doing when you go into the desert with all your trash or whatever. And again, someone would say I'm ignorant that they, uh, that they're, no, no, they clean up their trash. It's actually the most sustainable. It's a magical, dude, I don't care. They're all driving there. They're causing traffic jams in their, on their own, right? I think that some people sitting cross-legged in traffic is, uh, fine. You know what I mean? In comparison to the climate catastrophe that's happening every day, but whatever. So then today, another one of them happened, and she went again on on about it. And uh, I just said, I responded to her. I was like, you know, I like this. I like seeing this. It's about time someone takes this, you know, gets in their way or whatever. Um, and she starts going back about how how people are just trying to feed their families and go to work and this is stopping people from feeding their families and i was like wow that is a uh, best case scenario that these people sitting in traffic are doing it to air quotes feed the children uh, that it, it, i don't believe it and i was like honestly you know i can't remember i'm losing the exact we had uh, quite the exchange but I was like, you know, we what we need are armed climate activists to protect these people from these sicko MAGA. That's what I had said before. I was like, you know, it's brave of them because I wouldn't go to any protest, but specifically not these protests because I think you would be run over by a MAGA uh, or a car brain. 
And she was like, these aren't car brains. They're people trying to feed their families or whatever. And then I was, and she just went on or whatever. And I was like, you know, again, you should really, it's what this is about. You should really read the book, How to Blow Up a Pipeline, because it is about this. Uh, and I was like, you know, this isn't happening with rail travel, but in the EU, you know, they're doing this with rail and et cetera. And it's talked about in that book. And again, I mentioned, you know, suffragettes and the civil rights movement, they were both protected by radical armed flanks. They were, they were willing to use violence. The suffragettes, they were um, bombing and throwing bricks through windows, etc., uh, in order for women to get a vote. And the civil rights movement had armed black people sometimes, you know, escorting other marchers. And um, the threat... Uh, often is talked about, at least in, and this is what is referenced in uh, Andreas Malm's book, the threat of Malcolm X made Martin Luther King a palatable alternative. Because, you know, you, you can tell why. I don't want to go too deep into it. But then some other guy was like, oh, you know, in America, then they would get shot. And I was like, yeah, you know. People need to start taking this seriously. Like if some people are going to, if they're going to have a gun battle, then maybe we can have a more serious conversation about this. But right now, not a lot of people, except for me, I guess in this thread, are coming to the defense of people sitting cross-legged, asking you to please stop murdering the environment. We're just sitting cross-legged. And then you have these freakoid car brains jumping out and, and going berserk. And here's the thing. I was radicalized by years of sitting in traffic. And it was super duper gay. I hated it. And if I was ever sitting in traffic, I wouldn't. I never once got out of my car to go find out what's going on. You know what I mean? I just listened to a podcast, waited it out, um, and that's as extreme as that needs to get. Okay, that's easy peasy. So I, I don't know. We, we had an, a back and forth a little bit where she was just like, this would not end well in America. The armed people would not be seen as uh, whatever. And you're just like, yeah, um, I guess it didn't work for the suffragettes. I guess it didn't work for the civil rights movement, right? That's And I, I don't know. It's like people need to read how to blow up a pipeline. They need to read it. It's like, especially if you're going to opine on climate protests because it's almost entirely what the book is about so whatever and then the other one is I've just had more people ask about the landscaping asking me to send them pictures of the landscaping and catching people looking at it etc so that's been pretty nice um maybe that's the solution guys and I also feel bad about that because you know there is some discourse around snobby suburbanites who think that their flowers are saving the world in their, in their butterfly garden. And it's like, well, no doubt. Um, it's as some would say a March of nines, you know, where you have diminishing returns. And I, again, I implore people when they are, um, being nasty online about renewables, etc. I, I had an exchange about this also recently where I was like, don't critique nuclear power until after you've posted your solar and batteries for your house. I don't want to hear it from people who don't have any renewable production to their name, right? Or whatever. Like you're, you're just using oil and gas and coal and stuff. So 
similarly with the flower thing, it's like, yeah, man, it's not saving the world, but like, you know, bees are important. I went out earlier today, um, and I was weed eating and I weed eated over the corpse of a mouse, which was disgusting and scary. Um, but also we have some sedum in the backyard that was absolutely covered in bees. It's absolutely covered. And they weren't like normal honeybees. They were some sort of native bee, I'm sure. And there was a variety of uh, species of bee and bee-type insects on it. It was seriously, I, I could not count them. There was at least 30 on a little two-foot-tall by two-foot-wide plant. It was uh, something else. Speaking of which, two black people walking through the neighborhood right now. Wow, guys. You do not see that every day. You do not see that every day here. They must have heard we were talking. They must have heard we were talking about Martin Luther King, and they came through, which is pretty cool. Anyway, yeah. I was just surprised that some lady was, like, upset that people are sitting cross-legged in some road she's not even driving on. And similarly, when people, like, spray orange paint on stuff, and then you get these, like, troglodytes are mad that they're spraying orange paint on some other country's bank or something. You know what I mean? They're, go- they're, sp- <laughs> they're spraying orange paint on, like, an urban outfitters in a city you don't live in, and you're like, this, someone must stop these idiots. <laughs> as if they're not going viral. You know what I mean? As, they're- as if they're not going viral easily. With some paint. It's very cool, I think. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.